Pratam, who was given? Who was given? Duhitaram, daughter. Samrat, the emperor Manu. Sariksaya, unto a suitable person. Gatavyataha, relieved of his responsibility. Upaguya, embracing. Cha, and Bahubyam, with his two arms. Outkantya, I'm sorry. Otkantya unmatita ashaya, having an anxious and agitated mind. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada. Thus relieved of his responsibility by handing over his daughter to a suitable man, fine move Manu, his mind agitated by feelings of separation. Embraced his affectionate daughter with both his arms. Please repeat. Thus relieved of his responsibility. Thus relieved of his responsibility. By handing over his daughter. By handing over his daughter. To a suitable man. To a suitable man. Swayam Bhuvmanu. His mind agitated by feelings of separation. His mind agitated by feelings of separation. Embrace his affectionate daughter. With both his arms. Report by Srila Prabhupada. A father always remains in anxiety until he can hand over his grown-up daughter to a suitable boy. A father and mother's responsibility for children continues until they marry them to suitable spouses. When the father is able to perform that duty, he is relieved of his responsibility. Jai Srila Prabhupada. I was born in the darkness of ignorance. My spiritual master opened my eyes with the torchlight of knowledge. I offer my respectful obeisances unto him. I offer my respectful obeisances unto all the Vaishnava devotees of the Lord, who are just like the Zaire trees and can fulfill the, the desires of everyone, and are full of compassion for the fallen conditioned souls. I'm a stage even on the Yadasaya of the Chinese. Prabhupada, I ask, need us, you love it on the day. I gather don't to come around, push your table to talk around. Gana Guru Tayachi Tarine, Jakshashe, the Maha. Come on, Vishnu Badaya, Krishna Pishtai Bhutale, Shimati Bhati Vedanta, Swami Niti Namine, Namaste, Sarasvati Devi, Lord Vani Pacharine, Nirvishesha, Shunyavani, Pashtata, Nisitarine, Jaya Sri Krishna, Jaitanya. Abuni Tananda, she adwaited at her. She was to be gore about the Krishna, Hare Krishna, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Ratam do eat a ram, Sam Rats, a rickshaw, Yagata, Yataha, Upago, Yachabam, Thus relieved of his responsibility by handing over his daughter to a suitable man, Taimbuv Manu, his mind agitated by feelings of separation, embraced his affectionate daughter with both his arms. So I have good news. We're back on Harinam today. So about the Blake Prabhu, if you want to join us. Any thank you Prabhu? Okay. Anybody else? We'll leave at 10 o'clock. Bimal Prabhu, if you want to join us. Okay. <laughs> uh.
So here, um, this is giving evidence of the fact that responsibility comes with anxiety and the importance of uh, raising children as a responsibility to Krishna. So, we hear in the second chapter of Bhagavad Gita, be free from the duality for gain and safety. But that's, that's the driving force in this world, gain and safety. Either we're trying to accumulate something or remain safe from danger. You try to gain something so you have greater happiness in this life. And then we want to be free from suffering and affliction. So Krishna says, be free from this duality for gain and safety. Thank you for listening. Yeah. There we go. It's okay. Um, Krishna speaks in the 16th chapter about the demonic nature. He says that until the end of their life, their anxiety is immeasurable. Bound by a network of hundreds and thousands of desires. They try to secure money by illegal means for sense gratification. So we hear about the basis of devotional service, which is Brahma Bhutta Prasanatma, peaceful mind, satisfied mind. Brahma Bhutta It's not fluctuating on this pivot of gain and safe, for gain and safety. Seeing all of the entities as equal. Being free from uh, the, the illusion of friends and enemies. Pandita, Pandita Samadarshina, Krishna says. That uh, Pandit, a learned person or a pundit, sees all living beings as equal, part and parcel of God, and isn't, isn't deluded by the covering, the uh, temporary covering that's extraneous to the soul. So Krishna gives the basis of spiritual life. The basis is this equiposition. So param. So in this state of equanimity, one can attain to uh, the devotional service of the Lord. So this is really clear that in order to be situated on the platform of nishta or steadiness then we have, to, uh, we have to be free from these dualities. So like in the Srimad Bhagavatam, it says, uh, You have to be free from the duality. That when we engage in this devotional service that completely satisfies itself, your yatma supersedity, then uh, that becomes uninterrupted, and unmotivated devotional service. So Krishna gives the basis of Krishna consciousness. So then, um, as distinguished from the equal position, what about Swayam Bhuvamanu? His mind was agitated. But he's a great soul. He's taking care of his daughter, Devahuti. He's making sure that she's protected. 
And after raising her to a suitable age, she finds a proper husband for her daughter. So his, his mind is in anxiety, he's agitated. So that's what I'd like to discuss today, is, is this distinction between equiposition and the material platform, and as opposed to spiritual anxiety, spiritual difficulty, agitation. What, what's the difference? What is the difference between anxiety experienced by the devotee as opposed to anxiety um, by the conditioned soul? Because that's really important. Because Sri Pala Maharaj, he's talking very strongly about family ties, family life, his uh, Ridaigrantis. It's not in the heart, starts with the, the conception of I and mine. It's this idea that I am my body, and this is my family, my family, my wife, my children, my community, my house, my nation, and this. So, he's, um, Pala Maharaj is talking very strongly about this. He says, family life, family attachment, the conception of I and mine is like a dark well, falling into a dark well. Imagine having that type of day. That's a bad day. You're walking along and you fall into a well. And no one, no one knows you're there. And you're, there's nothing to eat, nothing to drink. It's cold. It's hard floor. You probably injured yourself falling. It's a dark well. The phenomenon should be strongly. But in this case, uh, Swami Bhuvamanu, he's celebrated for his family life. Others are celebrated for their family life. So... Sometimes uh, we may be confused based on uh, Kala, Desha, Vajra. Kala, time, place, Desha? And circumstance, Vajra? Kala, Desha, Okay, time, place, and circumstance. We, we, may, be, we may not understand. Oh, Lake Prabhu, he has a family. He's, he's in a dark well. Right? <laughs> we make judgments like that. We might make judgments. But that's not the case. So what is the difference between what Pala Maharaj is saying and Srila Prabhupada? He said, this is, uh, this is the most important service, raising children in Krishna consciousness. And when you raise, when you take care of your children in Krishna consciousness, it's more important than deity worship. Wow. So that's a big distinction. Even Pala Maharaj is talking about in the seventh canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. It was really uh, significant to understand that when, when, when one is free from the dualities of the material world, that the emotions experienced in that conditioned reality are a reflection of spiritual emotions. Those same emotions exist on the spiritual platform. The shadow of the spiritual world is the material world. So family life exists on the spiritual platform. Yeah. Like Guru Dave says, he said, uh, Krishna doesn't want to be the only one with a girl. Guru Dave told me that. So there, there is family life in the spiritual world. But the difference is, the husbands of the gopis, they also love Krishna. And they ultimately know that, first of all, their wife belongs to Krishna. 
So this, this is a different state of consciousness. When Arjuna asked Krishna, how does a liberated soul walk? How do they talk? How do they sit? What are their functions? Krishna, Krishna gave a, uh, an internal answer to an external question. And that answer was um, more or less that they've given up acting on the basis of sense gratification. That's the difference. And Prabhupada explains that a materialist and a spiritualist externally may look very similar. Like Blake Prabhu has a family, and so many other hundreds and thousands, millions of people have families. But Blake Prabhu having a family is different than them having a family. Because it's centered and is based on helping family members attain their highest good, which is Krishna consciousness. Liberation of the soul from bondage. That's the difference. Um, in the in the situation with with Krishna when he kidnapped Rukmini, we were speaking about this recently. He kidnapped Rukmini. She was she was begging Krishna to come, please come, Krishna. In her letter, Krishna came, kidnapped her, saved her from having to marry Shishupal. and Rukmini. He was this, he was a brother of Rukmini. And he tried to stop Krishna. And Krishna totally defeated him and was going to kill him. It's described as Sri Rukmini Devi. She was in great anxiety, trembling. She didn't want her brother to be killed. So this sounds like mundane attachment to family members. But who is Rukmini Devi? She's an incarnation of the goddess of fortune. She's Krishna's primary queen in Dwarka. Rukmini is not an ordinary devotee of Krishna. She's a very important devotee. But she had this anxiety when her brother Rukmi was going to be killed by Krishna. So Krishna spared her. So we understand in Krishna's Leela, where Yoga Maya is there, Krishna is, is doing and behaving in such a way with his devotees to extract love and affection in that environment. So he was teaching in this situation that naturally people close to us, uh, attachment comes through association. Naturally people close to us, we're going to develop feelings of attachment and affection for. So Krishna is teaching when he spared Rukmi that his affection for his devotees inspires Krishna to save the family members of the devotees. Krishna promises this. He promises if, if, if you become a, a pure devotee, ten generations of your family will be, will be delivered, will be liberated. That's Krishna's love for his devotee. And Krishna is showing this through this pastime of sparing Rukmi. And, and we see throughout Krishna's pastimes, different reasons why the devotees may experience um, anxiety and distress. Very close associates. When, actually, when uh, in the early stages of Krishna's pastimes, uh, Krishna had killed the Trinavarta demon, the Roman demon. He had killed the cart demon, Shaktashura, and he had killed uh, Putna. And so the cowherd men in Vrindavan all of the, the, the elders of Vrindavan were in great anxiety, thinking, 
yeah, Krishna has defeated these demons, but how do we know in the future what will happen? This is a dangerous situation. So they had a conference, they had a meeting, and they decided we can't stay in this place. There's been too, too many attacks here, too many dangerous personalities coming to hurt Krishna, to threaten our community. So they, they decided then to go to Vrindavan from Gokul. So this particular scenario shows the love of the devotees for Krishna and their feelings of anxiety for, for Krishna's safety. So as opposed to Krishna saying being free from the dualities for gain and safety, but the spiritual opposite of that is being concerned with Krishna's safety. That's a, a spiritual anxiety in duty to Krishna. Uh, when, when Lord Chaitanya was a little child, um, his name was Nimai Pandit. And just like Lord Krishna, when he was a child, Nimai Pandit had lots of jewels on his body. And he used to play in the court, courtyard um, of, of his mother Sachi Devi and Jagannath Mishra, his parents, the courtyard there. And so two thieves, they, they had formed a plan to, to, to take these jewels from Nimai Pandit out of their greed. So one day they stole Nimai from the courtyard and they, they started to take him to the forest. Their plan was to kill him and then steal the jewels from his, his body. And so due to the yoga maya potency of, of the Lord, because Nimai Pandit was not different than Krishna, they're going into the forest. We're going to go deep into the forest. We don't, we don't want anybody to know that's, that's the criminal mentality, is subversion and trying to deceive others, get away with things. So going into the forest to kill um, baby Nimai, a little child Nimai, due to his yoga maya, they ended up right back in the village at the house of Jagannath Mishra. And then when they, when they came there, they saw everybody was searching for Nimai in great anxiety, great anxiety for the Lord. So being very fearful, they see they saw where they were. They had gone in a circle right back to his house. They saw. So they dropped him and they ran. They ran away. So what was this anxiety? It's, it's described throughout the pastimes of, of Lord Chaitanya and Lord Krishna, the anxiety of, of their parents and those who love them in the community as their children. Just like in, in Damodar Vila, uh, Mother Yashoda. She was so distraught in this Leela. She didn't know what to do. Lord Krishna wanted to, to feed from her, um, to drink her breast milk. At the same time, she was boiling milk on the stove. And Krishna wanted to drink her breast milk, but she had to tend for the milk. And so Krishna was upset when she went to tend for the milk. And so, you know, he broke the butter pot, and then Mother Yashoda is chasing after him. And she's sweating and panting, and she's in... Just great anxiety. What do I do? I have to punish my child, but at the same time, I made an offense to my child. So there's all this anxiety and all these, all this thinking that's going on in her mind. So so much distress is there. So this, so this is love and affection for the devotees. This is based on duty. So Swami Bhuvamanu, he was his mind was feeling agitated. Um, 
And at the same time, because of separation, so we have this love and affection for his daughter, which is natural, natural, but it's centered on Krishna consciousness on duty, and he had anxiety to perform his duty. And so these two primary forms of anxiety are there. One is to see the comfort and well-being of Krishna. The residents of Vrindavan had all kinds of anxiety uh, to see his comfort and well-being. Just like Arishtasura, you remember the great bull demon. This is actually the demon when Krishna killed his demon, the gopis chastised Krishna. As I said, you've killed a cow. The cow was a symbol of religion. This is how Radha-kun was born. The whole story of, of the most sacred pond in existence, Radha-kun. So when Arishtasura came, he was this big, powerful, bold demon. And he was stirring up dust and a ruckus in the town. And so what happened when Arishtasura came? How did the residents of Vrindavan respond? They only said one thing. They, they, they yelled out, Krishna, Krishna, Krishna save us. So this is the other reason why the Lord allows his devotees to experience anxiety. And that's so the Lord can be our hero. So he can save us. That pastime, that loving pastime. Have you ever been saved by a hero that enhances the love that enhances the heroine's love, right? Or the, 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 the victim's love. Right? So the, these, these primary reasons uh, for devotees experiencing anxiety within the yoga maya potency. So, so in the same way, the service of the Lord is not different than the Lord. So Krishna is absolute. So Krishna's servant service is not different than him. So when we're engaged in Krishna's service and we experience difficulties, anxieties, um, complications, confusion, this is very similar to uh, the devotees in Vrindavan's experience of anxiety in Krishna's service. Very, very similar. Uh, we're concerned with the, the well-being of the deity on the altar, the deity's safety, the deity having enough, enough nourishment. You know, the helpless state of the deity, we have to feed the deity, and we have to make sure that they have their clothes and, and their comforts, and they're well-situated, make sure they're protected from the outside. So that, that, that community, that spiritual culture is centered around uh, Lord Krishna in the form of the deity. And then the Lord's devotees, having anxiety for the well-being of the devotees. De uh, Lord Krishna says that these devotees are limbs of my body. He speaks of the living entities as his part and parcels. So what happens? Do you experience less pain when you, when you damage your finger? Or if you damage another part of your body? Every part of the body has nerve endings, so you experience pain. So in the same way, the devotees are part of Krishna's body. And so being concerned with the well-being of the devotees is that same anxiety for, for the welfare and the safety of Krishna. The same anxiety as Krishna's absolute. Being an anxiety to serve the mission of the Guru. The instructions of the Guru 
are the external manifestation of the Lord's desire. So when we catch hold of those desires, we embrace those desires, we contemplate those desires of the Guru, we fix our, our mind and our intelligence on those desires, that, that anxiety that we go through in trying to contemplate and execute the mission of the Guru is the same type of anxiety the residents of Vrindavan had, anxiety for Krishna. Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, he was in great anxiety in his second meeting with uh, Sri Prabhupada, by Charan, day, at the time. And, and he met him at Radhakund. And he was expressing to Sri Prabhupada his great anxiety for the well being of his mission, the Gaudiya Man, because there was so much uh, material energy getting involved in his mission, and he was seeing it happen, this Mahabhagavat, this great soul. And, and his only desire was to fulfill the mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to spread the holy names of Krishna to every town and village, to fulfill the orders and desires of, of his father, Bhattarinod Thakur, and the previous Acharyas. So he was in so much anxiety, and it's said, that many devotees say, that the reason that he died at such a young age, I believe around 60 years old, the reason he died at such a young age is due to this anxiety he had because of his, he was so distraught that the material energy, material modes were entering among his people, his disciples, and crippling them. He told Abhijaran Day, he said, there's fire in the mud. There's fire there, and the fire is, is the material energy coming bickering, quarreling, um, vying for position and power, trying to occupy, he said, trying to occupy this room or that room, trying to gain a better material position when, when we're supposed to be trying to serve the Lord. You know, there's fire in the mat. He was so distressed and so much anxiety contemplating this. <clears throat> so Sri the Prabhupada, he took on this same anxiety. He embraced this same mood that his guru had. And you see from the beginning of Srila Prabhupada's mission all the way up to the time when he left this world, so many difficulties and so much anxiety he embraced at every step. Imagine Srila Prabhupada in New York. No one was, no one was assisting him. And he was trying, he was trying and trying, chanting in the park every day he would go and chant. Nobody was joining him. Nobody took any interest. Very little interest. And so he's, he's praying. Prabhupada's praying fervently. I know you have some plan, Krishna. Please. Please allow me to be an instrument to serve my guru. So even when Srila Prabhupada, when he was in India, before he, he, took, he took the step to come to America, before that, he was always contemplating how he can serve his guru's mission. And he was engaging, even as he was taking on the responsibility, just like spying Guru money for his children and his wife, trying to center it around Krishna, so it becomes a divine, and Grihasta Ashram means a divine uh, place of service to Krishna. Even when he was busy in family life, trying to make money to support his family, at the same time, he was assisting his guru in the mission. He was writing, he was writing for a, 
Sajana Toshini magazine. And he was writing for uh, his guru's magazine. He was uh, he was writing journals, magazines, and he was he was contemplating how he can um, help his guru spread Krishna consciousness. He was helping to open temples, securing um, sponsors, and stuff like that as well. Yeah, he was doing so much. <clears throat> but the difference between those devotees who were, were full-time in the mission and Srila Prabhupada was that Srila Prabhupada's heart, he fully embraced his guru's mission in his heart. And he took on that, that anxiety. He took that, that instruction as being the most dear uh, possession that he had. That instruction he cultivated in his heart and, and he, he, he grew in determination to fulfill that. So because of that one fixed attention and desire and being willing to take on austerities and difficulties for his guru's mission, then he was empowered. Unlike any of other his godmothers or god family, he was empowered. Because that's what he that's what he focused on and that's what he considered most important in his life. And uh, we can see it's very hard to, to not get distracted from Krishna consciousness. Uh, sometimes uh, we may get distracted by the um, external religious uh, rhetoric, external religious rhetoric, but we miss focusing on Guru and Krishna. Right? We see oftentimes in the world, uh, religious circles, uh, they'll talk about uh, just broad ideas of morality and really get passionate about that. But in that passion, for uh, these more or less uh, materialistic religious principles, they miss the focus on Guru and Krishna. So as, as love for God develops, we begin focusing more on God. It seems simple, but it's really profound. Focusing more on God. We're going to see more on Krishna's pastimes, on his form, on his qualities. Focusing more on his mission. So when we're, when we're really making advancement, that's where our focus is going. What is the Lord's mission? What is his desire? All the great acharyas are so fixed on that. Because in serving and, and, and focusing, executing the Lord's desire, in that way, we directly please the Supreme Lord, which is the goal of life. Samsidi Mahari Toshanam. This is the supreme goal of life is to give pleasure to the Supreme Lord. And that means focusing on His will. What do you want, Krishna? What is your desire? Krishna says, is engage your mind always in thinking of me. Become my devotee. Offer obeisance to me and worship me. By doing so, I promise you will come to me because you are my very dear friend. So engage your mind always in thinking of me. He, said, he doesn't say engage your mind always in thinking of rituals. Or always engage your mind always in thinking of morality, moral principles. He doesn't say that. Engage your mind always in thinking of me. 
Because Krishna is the highest moral principle. From Krishna, all good qualities come. Krishna is the source of all good qualities. The, the morality that the world presents as being the pinnacle of perfection naturally comes to a devotee who puts Krishna as the apple of their eye, the center of their life, the center of their heart. The good qualities naturally come. So Krishna is saying, please engage your mind always in thinking of me. Become my devotee. And being a devotee means to be devoted to serving him. Devoted to serving him. And how do we know through his representatives? Through those who are engaged 100% in taking on the anxiety for his mission, for his cause. And that way we become his devotee. Not just a stamp. Not just a stamp with a label. Like, you're a, de- a devotee of Krishna, but you become devoted to him by following the footsteps of the previous acharyas, the previous great souls, who are assisting the Lord in his mission to spread this Krishna consciousness everywhere. So that was, that was Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's anxiety. He wanted to give this, he, he, he had the same mood, the same mood that Srila Prabhupada had came from Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So many people are suffering in this world, there's so much anxiety. I was hearing from my wife, she's in the field of psychology. She said that in 2019, books on anxiety increased 25% in 2019. Book sales from Barnes and Noble increased 25%. So as as material um, life increases, at the same time anxiety increases. Like that. And um, and so Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, this was his feeling. Everybody is so afflicted in this age. Everybody is suffering so much. How can I give them? How can I give them relief? How can I give them love of God? I have these fruits of love of God. How can I give them? He said, I need your help. So he, he requested help so that we can also experience the bliss and pleasure of serving the Lord's mission. So he's engaging all of us to have so many fruits, so many fruits. I need your help. Please help me distribute them. So we have that opportunity because, one, we have the most rare treasure in existence, which is the Lord's holy name. And then we have the package to deliver them, which are in Srila Prabhupada's divinely inspired books. These beautiful books. Sri Papa is preaching all over the planet. We see the, we see the consciousness being uplifted in the form of higher consciousness, vegetarianism being promised. Through the package that carries the holy names, Sri Prabhupada's divine books. So, anxiety isn't bad. In conclusion, anxiety isn't bad. But uh, anxiety is there when duty and responsibility are there. We don't, have to, we don't have to unnecessarily seek anxiety. We don't have to do that. That's not what Krishna is instructing. But when we perform our duty, naturally anxiety comes. So in that way, we don't have to feel um, confused. Like, why, why maybe I have anxiety? I mean, I'm serving the Lord. But we see, you know, throughout the Lord, the whole, the whole Pandava family was in anxiety. And Krishna became their supreme hero. And Lord and Queen Kunti recognized that. Krishna, we took shelter of you through our suffering. And therefore, please allow the suffering to come more so we can take shelter of you more.
So, <clears throat> so this is a beautiful example of caring for our family in Krishna consciousness. And when Krishna is the center of family life, then it's divine. It's, it's, a, it's a divine mission. <clears throat> so you're doing a good thing. Good job. Sorry, I didn't have your questions. <laughs>